If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's a Friday. So you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to break it down for you, Roto style. Dr. Roto style, that's right. I'm going to go over, give breakdown each game, and figure out who the best plays are. Okay, but right now, before I do that, I want to get into last night's game. Um, I would say disappointing for fantasy owners. I would if I had to categorize it. I'd say disappointing unless you owned four people. If you owned Deshaun Watson, if you owned DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, and Jonathan Williams, you're happy. Outside of that, you can't be. Deshaun Watson, 19 for 30, 298 yards, two touchdowns. And let me tell you something. When you give him time, he's really, really good. The Colts just didn't put enough pressure on him. You're not winning that game if you don't put pressure on him. Because you know when you put pressure on Watson, he holds the ball, he will take multiple sacks, and he'll throw some picks. Not that he's not a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. But he's, he's mistake-prone when you put some pressure on him. But the Colts couldn't get, couldn't get near him. Seemed like he had all day at certain times to throw. Will Fuller comes back. Will Fuller the fifth. Seven for 140. Just a difference maker. We talked about that. Watson loves him. And he's a difference maker when he's healthy. Hopkins, six for 94 and two touchdowns. So if you had him, you got yourself off to a very, very good start. And after that, there was nobody else you really wanted on the Texans. For the Colts, Jacoby Brissett is maddening. You would think the Texans, with their bad secondary, you would attack them through the air. Nah. Let me just run it 40 times, which they did. Jonathan Williams, 104 yards and a touchdown. If you paid two to $300 for him in fab, he was worth it. He was worth it. Nyam Hines really wasn't if you paid for him. 
right? T.Y. Hilton, I'm so glad I didn't start him. I was tempted, and I thought about it. I was like, oh, should I start him? I'm like, nah. If it was Sunday, I might have started him. On a Thursday, I thought it was a little too soon. Three for 18. Zach Pascal, I think that guy's in a milk carton right now. Nobody knows where he is. Ebron, four for 44. Doyle, three for 28. And a bunch of nothing. So basically, one guy on the Colts helped you. One. Jonathan Williams. That's why I hate Thursday night games. I hate them. Right? It feels to me like they do more harm than good. It feels to me that way. I'm not sure if that's true. It's how I feel. All right, let's get to some news and notes before I start breaking down the games in the next segment. All right, first of all, Auden Tate, questionable. I don't think he's playing. I really don't. A.J. Green, out. If anybody thinks he's playing this year, you're nuts. Take that bet right now. Take that bet right now. Olivia Vernon, out against the Dolphins. Delaney Walker, questionable, but more to the probable than questionable. Okay? David Njoku, updating an earlier report. Freddie Kitchen said David Njoku will not be activated. Will not be activated. So if you want to play him, don't. That'd be a bad life decision. Adrian Peterson looks like he's playing. I don't like them. I don't like him this week. I like Geis more. But with Chris Thompson back, I don't like any, but I don't know if I like any of these guys. Devonta Freeman out. Okay. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick will play. Leighton Vander Esch out for the Cowboys. I liked Vander Esch last year. This year he's been ugh. Sterling Shepard looks like he's playing. Cleared concussion protocol. First game we've seen him since week five. Long time. Evan Ingram, out. Jay Ajayi, somebody named Zach Berman of the Athletics says Jay Ajayi is going to play against the Seahawks. Oh, great. Just what I wanted to see. Ugh. Matthew Stafford, out. Nelson Aguilar, trending in the right direction. I still want no part of him. Jordan Howard, most likely playing. Let's see. Juju. Doesn't look good for Juju. Ian Rappaport says James Conner out against the Bengals. So it looks like it's Jalen Samuels, Benny Snell, Trey Edmonds. I think Benny Snell is back this week. I know a lot of people want to play Jalen Samuels this week. I'm not buying it. I think this could be a Benny, Benny, Benny Snell week. I do. And I think when they throw the ball, they could throw it to Samuels but they could throw it to James Washington and could throw it to Vance McDonald. So not sure I love that. Muhammad Sanu is going to attempt to practice today, and if he practices, he will most likely play. So there we have a bunch of those, uh, bunch of injuries here. Let's see, Brandon Cooks, cleared concussion protocol. He's playing. Ed Dixon, out. George Kittle. Expected to play week 12. Get him in your lineups. ASAP. Packers. Terrible against the tight end. I think that's a very good matchup there. I really do like him a lot. I like George Kittle a lot. We haven't seen much of George Kittle in, in, uh, in recent weeks. So um, I think that he has a very big game this week. Okay. Uh, one last thing I just want to talk. I know we talked about it yesterday, but I want to talk about this very briefly. The whole Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph thing. 
if Mason Rudolph actually said what he said, wouldn't that have come out after it happened? Just throwing that one out there. For all these people that believe this crapola that Miles Garrett threw out there. In case you believe that, I don't know. I think that would be the first thing that, we, that would have been said. He called me this, so I did that. But when you kind of bring out the crap a week later, I ain't buying it. Okay? But I am buying the Browns this week. I think the Browns are in a very good position, but it always gets me nervous because the Browns are in a great position. So you'd have to think that this might be the week to buy to go all in. Okay? So we'll break down the games, right? Baker, Chubb, Beckham, Landry. A lot of guys in that game. So here's what I'm going to do, okay? When we come back, I'm going to look at the implied totals of the games like I did last week. I'm going to try to look to see where those points are going to come by, come from, right? If a team is 16 points, how are they going to get to that number? If a team's 24, how are they going to get to that number? We were pretty right last week. I'm going to try to be pretty right this week, and it's going to help you in seasonal and DFS. And you know when I'm going to do it? I'm going to do when we return right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray Rock. 
knock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, that song. I know that song. That sounds like my DFS lineup last week with Brian Hill in them. Bit the dust. Ooh. All right, let's break it down, guys. You and I, let's talk about the games. Let's look at the, uh, what's going on here. So first, probably the game of the week. Tampa Bay against Atlanta. Okay. And this game has a very high total. And the total is about 50. So right now we're looking at Atlanta at about a 27 and Tampa Bay about a 23. Okay? So Atlanta, how do they get to the four touchdowns? Easily. (laughs) Easily. So firstly, Julio Jones scoring. Book it. Julio Jones scoring. Julio Jones always has one of those big, big, big weeks. This could be it. I don't want to not own Julio Jones this week. We're looking at Calvin Ridley. Okay, this is a Ridley week. Can Jones and Ridley exist together? I think they can. I'm not in on Russell Gage, but I am in on a guy named Jaden Graham. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are atrocious against tight ends, second worst team in football. Jaden Graham looks to be the receiving tight end there. If it's not Jaden Graham, it's Luke Stocker. One of those two guys scores. So I've got Jones with a touchdown, maybe two. Jaden Graham with a touchdown. And dare I say it, I think Brian Hill might find the end zone. That's where my fourth touchdown comes. So I think it's two for Jones, one for a tight end, and one for a running back. That's where I'm going with it. Okay? Now, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I've got to get about three touchdowns and a field goal. Well, this is kind of easy. I think there's three players that we want to own. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Cameron Brait. That's it. I will be shocked if O.J. Howard plays, and if he does, he's blocking. I think this is a Brait week. Could be wrong, but I'm all in. I'm all my chips are all in on Cameron Brait. If I'm wrong, man, I'm going down in flames. But I think this a Jameis Winston could have issues this week. I want Matt Ryan over James Jameis Winston. I get why you'd play Winston in DFS. I get it. But Matt Ryan is way safer. Matt Ryan is the cash game play. Okay? So Winston, Evans, Godwin, Bray. I'm not buying into Ronald Jones. I'm not doing Peyton Barber. I don't like to live life on that kind of edge. Okay? I'm edgy. I'm not that kind of edgy. All right. Denver against Buffalo in a 36-37 game. So let's talk about this. Buffalo is is implied scored about a 21. I guess they score three touchdowns. I don't see it. Maybe two touchdowns and two field goals. 
I do not like Devin Singletary this week. I do not, and you know I love him, but I'm not playing him. I don't like Frank Gore this week. I like a guy who nobody likes. And let me see if I'm right about this. I could be way more right than people think here. Please hold. Okay, there we go. I think I like Cole Beasley this week. I think Chris Harris will be on John Brown. I think Cole Beasley will play well. I think Dawson Knox is interesting this week. I think the Buffalo defense might score this week. So I like the Bills. I like Beasley. I I like John Brown. I don't love him. I like him. And I like Dawson Knox. I don't think Singletary or Gore score. I don't see it. I could be wrong, but I don't see it. Now, Denver is at an applied score of 17. So let's see for Denver. I don't really like Tim Patrick. I'm okay with Noah Fant and Cortland Sutton. I think one of those two guys score. Maybe Lindsey or Freeman. I don't know. When an applied score is 17, that should not make you feel great. That's just saying Vegas. Vegas doesn't believe in the Broncos. If they don't believe in them, I won't believe in them. I will start Sutton. I will start Fant. I will start Lindsey. I might start Freeman. That's about it. Okay? Giants against the Bears. The Bears' implied score is at a 22. So, where's 22 coming from? David Montgomery. This should be a Montgomery week. It should be a Montgomery week. The Giant run defense, not very good. This should be an Allen Robinson week. Robinson should find the end zone. Right? Three Bears touchdowns. I think one belongs to Montgomery. I think one belongs to Allen Robinson. And then, I don't know, man. Uh, Could it be a tight end catching one? I don't think so. I don't, Taylor Gabriel, maybe. Anthony Miller, maybe. Maybe a defensive touchdown. I I don't know. Tariq Cohen. I'm not vibing it. I'm vibing Montgomery getting in the end zone, and I'm vibing Allen Robinson getting in the end zone. Okay? That's where I see it. For the Giants... The Giants imply total around a 16, two touchdowns and a field goal. I don't feel great about Saquon Barkley. Obviously, if you have him, you start him, but I don't feel great about him. Okay? Evan Ingram is out. Rhett Ellison is out. So if you feel lucky, go play Scott Simonson or Caden Smith. Uh, I think that's a little daring for me. I don't see it. But I think you're looking at Shepard, Tate, Slayton, Do I see two touchdowns here? I don't know. I think Vegas may be a little high on that, but or I may be uh, I may be wrong. So let's give one to Saquon and let's give one to a wide receiver. Not sure which one, but we'll give one to a wide receiver. Would I play Shepard? I wouldn't feel good about it. Would I play Golden Tate? Maybe. Would I play Slayton? No. Spent a lot of money on Slayton last week in a league thinking that Shepard was going to be out for a while. And uh, now I feel like I overpaid. I paid $100 for him, and now I wish I had that back. wish I had that 100 bucks back, but I can't get it back. All right, moving on. Pittsburgh against Cincinnati. Pittsburgh is about a 23. So let's take a look at three touchdowns from Pittsburgh. I think this seems easier to me. This one seems easier to me. I like... James Washington to score. I like Vance McDonald to score. And I like 
Benny and the Snell to score. I do. So I think that's where the three touchdowns come. Now, it, it could also be a defensive touchdown. could easily be a defensive touchdown. I don't dislike Mason Rudolph in this game. I think I gave you a pathway to where he gets two touchdowns this week. The problem is with Mason Rudolph is that you're looking at like 192 yards and two touchdowns, which is not winning you any leagues. I mean, I like the two touchdowns. I do. But I, I, when I look at those numbers, I'm like, I'm not like overwhelmed. Right? That's certainly not overwhelming numbers there. Very underwhelming numbers, if you will. All right. Cincinnati is about two touchdowns, 15, 16 points. So, look, I know Joe Mixon has played really good football. You've got to think the Steelers are going to be all in on stopping him. You really have to think that way. A.J. Green is out. Auden Tate is out. I'm calling him out, even though he hasn't been ruled out. Stanley Morgan's not 100%. So, I don't know how this mass unit scores. Boyd? Erickson? C.J. Uzoma? I mean, I know it's a home game, but I don't feel good about anybody out here. Maybe Tyler Boyd, and I'm going to talk about Tyler Boyd, so let me go back to recency bias. Recency bias is when a guy screwed us last week that we don't want to play him this week. And we're like, I hate this guy. Tyler Boyd had one catch last week for zero yards. Right? Nobody wants to touch Tyler Boyd. Guy stinks. I hate him. That's when you play him. Because that's when Ryan Finley goes back and looks for somebody, especially with no Auden Tate there. Maybe he's throwing a Tyler Boyd all game long, and he gets 14 targets. Just saying, just throwing it out there. And nobody wants to play Tyler Boyd because of how badly he performed last week. You have to get over that. So I promise you, if I do 10 lineups... I'm going to have Tyler Boyd in two or three of them. As much as it pains me to say that, and much as you feel like, oh, you feel gross, right? You feel gross even thinking that way, but that's how you win money, right? It's not the obvious play. It's not the chalky play. Seasonal leagues, I'm 100% playing Tyler Boyd, and in DFS, I will too, okay? I will continue breaking the games down when we return right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid where you receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you are the one in control. So go to FanDuel.com backslash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. All right. Let's go back to where we were, breaking the games down, trying to find the pathways to the points so you can win in seasonal and DFS. Cleveland, Miami. Cleveland's at a 28 spot. Miami, 16. So, Cleveland seems pretty easy. But is it? Mayfield, Chubb, Beckham, Landry. Miami cannot stop the run. But they also can't stop the pass either. Would I stack all those guys? I absolutely could. I could. You could go Mayfield, Chubb, Beckham, Landry. Wouldn't blame you if you did. All right, that looks like where the points are coming from. I don't trust Demetrius Harris. I don't trust Ricky Seals-Jones. I don't trust Rashard Higgins. I like Kareem Hunt, but I don't feel like this is a Kareem Hunt week. The Browns, to me, when they're losing, 
that's more of a Kareem Hunt week. When they're winning, it's way more of a Nick Chubb week. So I think the 28 points, Chubb could have two touchdowns, Beckham one, Landry one. Chubb could have three touchdowns, Landry one. I don't know, but it's, it's those three guys. Okay? For Miami, they need to get about 16 points. I don't know if I see it. I'm trying to look. Let me see one thing here. Please hold. Please continue to hold. Maybe Mike Gisecki? Certainly Devontae Parker. Certainly Devontae Parker. I like that play. He's a good play. And if I'm running a stack, I probably will go Baker, Chubb, Landry, Beckham, Parker. That makes sense. I don't think I'm going Kalen Balage. I'm not going Patty Laird. I could go Mike Gisecki. Could go Albert Wilson, Alan Hearns. I don't know. Am I chasing up points with Parker? I hate chasing points. But he's been really consistent recently. He has been. He's been really consistent. Here is since week seven. Five for 55 and a touchdown. Six for 59. Four for 57 and a touchdown. Six, five for 69. Seven for 135. The problem is when I stack back with Parker, am I going to get more than five for 50 and a touchdown? I mean, is he really going eight for 120 and a touchdown? I don't see that. So I'm okay with the Parker move, but I, I don't love it. I don't love it. I like it. I don't love it. I like it. I'm okay with it. All right. Saints versus Panthers. Saints also have a very high 28 implied total. I think this is easier to find. Kamara. Lat Murray, Michael Thomas. I don't like Jared Cook this week. Carolina against tight ends is one of the top four teams. This is not a Jared Cook week. I never trust Traquan Smith ever. So I'm looking at Kamara Murray, Thomas, Ginn. This could be a Ted Ginn week, by the way. This is an old revenge narrative game. And you know I love my revenge narrative games. I mean, Ted Ginn hasn't played there since 2016. Right? Since 2016. But he did play for the Panthers. I don't hate the Ted Ginn play. I'm going to give myself a pen click on that one. That's one reminding myself, just take a squint at Ted Ginn. Just take a squint. But I really like Kamara... I really like Michael Thomas, and I like Latin Murray. Okay, for the Panthers, we're looking at an implied total of about 18. So let's call it 20. we got to find two touchdowns here. Look, you're always going to play Christian McCaffrey. But is this the week I really want Christian McCaffrey? I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like I'm paying a lot of money for Christian McCaffrey. So, Saints have a pretty good run defense. Let's see here. Run defense-wise, Saints are the third best run defense in football. It's pretty good. Is this a week that McCaffrey runs for 80 yards? I don't think so. I think this is a week that McCaffrey catches six passes for 70 yards. So, I'll give McCaffrey 20 points this week. And let's put him in the end zone. So, that means I need one more guy getting in the end zone. 
Maybe DJ Moore, maybe Curtis Samuel. I, I don't, I'm not feeling the Panthers this week. But look, I could be wrong. Kyle Allen could be better this week. I just don't. Look, that could happen. Kyle Allen, recency bias. Kyle Allen, terrible last week, plays the Saints. It would make no sense whatsoever that he'd be good. Watch that he'll be one of the best quarterbacks on the slate. But do I want to stake my money on that? Money's hard to come by. That's that's like a luck play. That's one of those things, if I played 150 teams, I put like three in with Kyle Allen just for like, you know, just to say I did it. Right? Maybe we get lucky. I'll throw it in there. Ah! I'll put him in with a McCaffrey and DJ Moore, and I'll back it up with Kamara and, and Michael Thomas. The game explodes, and maybe I make some money. I could do that. I don't feel good about it, but it's possible. I just don't see this as Carolina's week. I don't see it. You know, I need to see the game. I need to have the vision. And I just don't see Carolina playing that well, considering at home last week they were awful against the Falcons. Now you're playing the Saints who have a better defense than the Falcons. I mean, come on. Okay, the game that I think everybody is missing. I think everybody's missing this one. The Raiders against the Jets. So the Raiders have a 25 implied total, and the Jets have about a 20. I think the scores could be higher here. I do. Because these teams have very good run defenses, but not great pass defenses. Right? Oakland, good against the run, but against receivers, they're like the sixth worst team in the NFL. And again, and the Jets are the third worst team. So let's talk about the Raiders. But against running backs, the Jets are not bad, and the Raiders are okay. So let's start with the Raiders. I like Carr this week a lot, a lot. I don't love Darren Waller this week, but... I can't blame you if you're using them, but the Jets are the third best team against tight ends. But the question is there, who have the Jets really played? Right? So let's break that down, because that's something that Adam Ronis and I would talk about. Right? I know the Jets are the third worst team against tight ends, but they played Buffalo week one, Cleveland week two, New England week three, nobody. They played Zach Ertz in week five, Dallas had nobody. New England had nobody. Jacksonville had nobody. Week nine was Mike Gisecki. So let's see. Five was Ertz. Nine was Gisecki. Ten was Ingram with the Giants, but he didn't even play. And 11 was Washington. So let me check here, please. Give me one moment. Please hold. Thank you for holding. Zach Ertz in week five against the Jets. Five for 57 and a touchdown. Okay. Mike Gisecki against the Jets. Mm. One moment. Week nine. Six for 95. So here's what I learned. The Jets may be the third best team against tight ends, but the two good tight ends they played actually did well against them. So you know what? I might be in on Darren Waller. Be careful with the points against category. The two... Tight ends the Jets played this year. Because remember, 
Jets played New England. Jets played Buffalo. Jets played Cleveland. Jets played the Giants. All these guys were missing. Played Jacksonville. They played all these teams who didn't have a real tight end. The two times they played tight ends, they got beat. Beat. So I'm in on Darren Waller. I am way in on Tyrell Williams. I think people will be in on Hunter Renfro. I won't be. I like Hunter Renfro, and I would play him in seasonal. But I won't play Hunter Renfro in DFS. I just don't see the big game there. I see 5 for 50. 5 for 50 does not make me your rich friend. And I need to be your rich friend. I really do. I'm okay with Josh Jacobs. I'm not thrilled. I'm okay. Uh, Jets run defense is better than you think. For the Jets, I think Ryan Griffin is in a real good spot. I almost wonder that I like him way too much because the the, the Raiders are the third worst team against tight ends. Is it too easy for Ryan Griffin? But I will play him. I'll feel good about it. I like Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder and Lev Bell. Those are the four guys. And I think the Jets score more than their implied total. I think they go above the 19 to 20. But I like those. Those are the guys I like for the Jets. And I think the Jets, Bell, Anderson, Crowder, Griffin, Sam Darnold. I like it. I think you could stack this game. And I think it's going to be a sneaky, sneaky stack. People will be on the Browns. People will be on the Falcons. They won't be on this game. So I like it for seasonal and DFS purposes. I do. All right, we come back. I've got four more games to break down. Seahawks, Eagles, Lions, Skins, Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Dallas, New England. I'll do it when you know when, when I return right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shake it up, baby. All right. See, this one I know, Sean. This is, this is, I'm dating myself here. Like a thousand years old, and I know these songs. All right, but the song is uh, like Soft Cell I Knew, right? Tainted Love. What was the other one I didn't know? The New Radicals. I had no new idea. Radicals. Yeah. I, if you it was the old you Radicals, get. I would have known them. Okay, I would have <laughs> known the old about? Radicals, not the new one. <laughs> All right, let's take a look. Seattle against Philadelphia. I like this game. I do. I like it. And I'm going to give you the sneaky, sneaky stack of the week. On Monday, I'm either going to be thinking I'm brilliant or I'm an idiot. But I like this stack a little bit. I like the Eagles. I know. It's crazy, right? So let me just hear me out. Let me give you, let me give, let me tell you why. Okay. First of all, I look at the team with like the most popular quarterbacks, right? So Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson. And then the next thing I do is I flip the switch. And I say to myself, if Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson are going to have really good weeks, doesn't the opposing team have to have a good week? Because rarely does the team that wins 40 to nothing, does the one quarterback have a great week. It, it needs to work both ways. It has to correlate. So if Russell Wilson is going to be sensational... Doesn't that mean that Carson Wentz has to play well? I think it does. Next, recency bias. The Eagles' offense was putrid last week. With emphasis on the pew. Woo-hoo. Bad. So, I don't think anybody wants to invest in the Eagles. Nobody wants to look that way. Making them very contrarian. So, eagle-wise, I think Alshon Jeffrey might be a play. I think Zach Ertz, I might fade, but I like Zach Ertz. I like Dallas Goddard this week. I do. 
Look, Pete Carroll is going to make sure that Zach Ertz doesn't beat him. But you know they run those two tight end sets. Dallas Goddard could do pretty well this week. What if he goes four for 44 and a touchdown? You'd be pretty happy with that, wouldn't you? I'm not against Miles Sanders this week, but I'm a little worried when I see J.A.J. is going to get carries. That makes me nervous. So I could do a Wentz-Jeffrey-Goddard stack. Not against that. I think that Jeffrey scores. I think Goddard scores. Maybe Ertz scores. That's where we get 21 there. Okay? Very contrary, and I know it. For Seattle, the pathway is a lot easier. Chris Carson. Great play. DK Metcalf, great play. Jacob Hollister, very good play. He's been very good. I know Philadelphia, but Philadelphia's a little tough on tight ends. So I like Hollister. I don't love him. I like him. I like DK Metcalf. I like Tyler Lockett. I like Chris Carson. I like Russell Wilson. So imagine a Wentz. Jeffrey, Metcalf, Goddard lineup. Just throwing that out there. Look, you got you to be different. You and everybody else is going to have the Matt Ryan, Julio Jones lineup. Start differentiating yourself there. Good luck. You and uh, 178,000 of your closest friends are going to have that combo platter. But how many people are going to have the one I just gave you? 2%. You want to win a million? This is how you do it. And if you win a million, remember me, Dr. Roto. I'm your friend. I need a loan. Okay. And if it won't be a loan, if it's a million. All right. Detroit against the Redskins. Detroit is at about a 22. I don't know if I vibe 22 here. I mean, I like Bo Scarborough a little. I mean, Jeff Driscoll's fine. I think I like Marvin Jones to have a week. I'm not, bit, I'm not in on Hawkinson. He's just been a disappointment to me. I mean, Washington against tight ends has been okay in the middle of the pack. I don't love Hawkinson. Washington against wide receivers, middle of the road. I, I, I think that they will put a lot of emphasis on Kenny Galladay, which this could be a Marvin Jones week. This could be a Marvin Jones week. Could also be a Detroit Lions defensive touchdown week because Dwayne Haskins is there and you know this guy's not very good. All right, for the Redskins, we're looking at about 19, 20 points. Firstly, always play slot receivers against Detroit. Is that Paul Richardson? Is that Trey Quinn? Is that Kelvin Harmon? Whoever's in the slot, that's who I like. I don't like McLaurin this week. I hate Dwayne Haskins always. I do like Darius Geis, but, but, because Detroit, worst team in the league against running backs. Terrible. But here's my problem. I want to get behind Darius Geis, and I might play him on FanDuel. I might. But on DraftKings, Chris Thompson's going to be back. And Adrian Peterson's there. So how many touches is Geis going to get? I don't know whether I can't trust him on DraftKings. I can trust him more on FanDuel because I think he could score. Maybe he goes nine carries, 57 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, not a world beater. It's 11 points. And I'm going to talk about that later. I'm going to talk about something that I think is of critical importance in just a minute.
All right, a couple more games here. Jacksonville against Tennessee. Tennessee's favorite has about it's about a 40 game and 10 of 41. And Tennessee is a little bit of a favorite there. So who do I like on Tennessee? I like one man and one man only. Derrick Henry. All in. All in on Derrick Henry. The Jaguars' run defense has been really bad. Really bad. And you know what Derrick Henry does. He runs the ball a lot. Now, Jacksonville was pretty good against Henry the last time. 17 for 44 and a touchdown. He was, they were good against him. So people might look at that, but I still think that Henry's the play. I don't like playing Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, A.J. Brown. I don't really feel good with those guys. I just don't. I know they're supposed to score three touchdowns. I know Henry will get one. I don't know who gets the other two. I can't. I, I, don't, I don't see it. If I don't see it, I don't pick it. Don't pick it. All right, Jacksonville is going to get around 20 points. I think this one seems easier to me. I think Leonard Fournette is in big-time play. I think D.J. Chark is in play. Last time these teams played, Leonard Fournette, 15 carries, 66 yards, 6 catches, 26 yards. DJ Shark, let's see, DJ Shark played 4 for 76 and a touchdown. There you go. I think DJ is starting to look a little sexy. I like a guy named Chris Conley, who I think is just a very sneaky player. He was only 2 for 30 last time. Let's see, D.D. Westbrook. What did D.D. Westbrook do? Last time these teams played, 5 for 46. So I, I'm, I'm going to go back to Chark. I'm going to go to Fournette. I like Nick Foles. I don't love him this week. I think the weather's also going to be a little crappy too. Watch the weather this week. A lot of rain and wind. Rain, I'm okay with. Wind, I'm not. So you got to bump up running backs. Let's take a look at the final uh, 4 o'clock game. Dallas and New England. New England has a 26 implied total. That seems high to me, but they are New England. Where is it going to come from? When is it going to come from Sony Michelle? I don't know. Is it going to come from James White? Maybe. Burkhead? Yeah, I don't know. Ben Watson, I doubt it. Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Myers. See, this is one where the where the New England maybe gets their four touchdowns. I just don't know where the touchdowns come from. Could one be defensive? Possibly. Possibly. Maybe it comes from Philip Dorsett. Maybe it comes from Harry. Maybe it comes from Edelman. I don't know. I don't feel a stack here. I really don't. For Dallas, though. I think this is easy. 20 points, Zeke Elliott for sure. If they want to win this game, it's got to be through Zeke. 100% has to be through Zeke. Not going to be through Witten or Blake Jarwin. And I think it has to be through Michael Gallup because I think Amari Cooper is going to see a whole lot of, um, whatchamacallit, going to see a lot, a lot of um, Stefan Gilmore. A ton of Stefan Gilmore. So I like Gallup this week. I like Randall Cobb this week. I do. I think if Dallas wants to win, Prescott's going to have to play better than his implied total. 
So I'm going to cover one more game, and then when we come back in my last little segment there, I'm going to tell you about something that I think is critically important. My last game here is San Francisco-Green Bay. San Francisco is at an tw- implied total of 25. George Kittle. George Kittle. George Kittle. Scores once, maybe twice. Tevin Coleman I like. Kittle I like. And then I have to see between Debo and Sanders, are they healthy? Maybe a Kendrick Bourne sighting. For Green Bay, I like Aaron Jones a lot. They're supposed to get 22 points. I like Aaron Jones. I like Devontae Adams. Right? San Francisco's got a lot of guys. So watch that team closely. Also, is Bryda going to play? He really hasn't practiced much. So I do like Coleman. I love Kittle if he's expected to play. I like Sanders, don't love him. I think one of the other receivers, whether it's Kendrick Bourne or Marquise Goodwin, scores. I do. For Green Bay, I told you, I really like Aaron Jones. I like him a lot. Now, San Francisco's run defense has been one of the better ones of the year, but Aaron Jones looks like he's been fantastic. He really has. He's been a really good player. Devontae Adams, not 100%, but I mean, I, I like him. I'm, you're always going to play him. Aaron Jones looks for him. I think I like Marquez Valdez-Scantling just a little bit too. Not a lot, a little bit. An implied total of 22. Somebody's got to do something there. But Green Bay could have a defensive touchdown. Jimmy Garoppolo could certainly throw a pick. That wouldn't shock me in the least. It's a big week for Jimmy Garoppolo. If they expect to make a deep run in the playoffs, you think you're going to need to beat Green Bay at home? Yeah. If you can't beat Aaron Rodgers at home, how are you going to beat any of the big teams during the playoff run? How are you going to beat the Saints? How are you going to beat the Vikings? Right? So let it start now against the Packers. Let's see what you got. I think the uh, 49ers will acquit themselves very nicely. Last week was a big week for them. It was a big come-from-behind win. It really was. That would be one win where I think you look back on the season and it's going to be like, wow, that win may have changed a lot. May have changed a lot of things. I feel that way. I do. Okay? So, look, when we come back, I want to raise a point that I think is something that I'm going to follow in DFS this week. It's probably not something I can tell you to do in seasonal, but in DFS, it's probably a very basic strategy. But I haven't really mentioned it before. But I've been thinking a lot about it. And it, it actually works in seasonal in many ways. But I think it should work in DFS. I don't normally do it in football. But I may have a few teams this week that do it. So let's say if I have 10 teams, I might do it with two or three teams just to see how it works out. What is this crazy strategy and will it make me your rich friend? I don't know, but I'll let you know right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Dr. Oda back with you here. Remember, guys from Wager Talk are coming up next. All right, so keep it right here for them at 3 p.m. And of course, you can find me at both fulltimefantasy.com and to the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. And at si.com backslash fantasy, my visionary article will be up there. Uh, probably up there right now if you check it out. So here's my thought for DFS purposes I want guys with the highest ceiling. Okay? I don't think we can win by being it safe. So, for example, let me just give you an example. Cortland Sutton this week. I I like Cortland Sutton. He's a good player. But does he have eight for 102 touchdown upside? No. Probably goes five for 60 and maybe a touchdown. So, 17 points is nice. But it ain't winning me a GPP. I want two touchdowns. So what I want to to do, what I want you guys to do, is I want you to find guys 
who you think can score twice. And let's build our teams around them. Let's start with that. Then, of course, let's go with the cheap guys who who we think are going to be, you know, four and five X, right? Three X, two X. Christian McCaffrey, you know, is going to $10,000. He's only going to be two X, right? We want a guy who's close to three X if we can find it. But I want to start with two touchdown guys. It's like in fantasy baseball, daily fantasy baseball. Who can hit two home runs? If a guy can hit two home runs, I want him on my roster. Home runs win you money. So I want to find the highest ceiling guys. Let's start with that and let's build around that. And then let's look for some contrarian stacks. And then hopefully on Monday, we're counting the dollars. Okay? That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that we're counting the dollars together. All right, but right now it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Week 12, big week. I hope you get the big W. If you need me, check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. I'll be in the forums. I'll be helping you out, answering questions as needed. All right, guys, once again, good luck. I wish you a great weekend. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Sports Grid News Update. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.